If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? But what's the best game where you play a dead guy? I You'll find out in DG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. Let's let's just bash this one out. Um, cause uh fucking Al Connor. Mind out the gutter, please. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. a good start for this podcast. I was just yeah. smiling because I'm happy and you're like, you know, saying I'm some sort of perv, which <laughs> might come into play later, which I is mean, horrid. There's a reason. Uh, hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast. We attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. You know, I've said that sentence, like, what it feels like about 200 times and uh, I still can't, still can't get it out without reading it from here. Don't know why. Um, but for example, this week we're looking for the best game that you can't talk about at parties. Uh, I'm joined today by Alex Donaldson, who I specifically requested for this episode because I've talked to him at a few parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and uh, uh, also joined by Connor, who uh, I requested specifically for this episode because uh, y- your Steam library is something of legend at this point, uh, particularly in City of London police are here and uh, and uh, also Kelsey who's here for sins in a previous life I think um, but yeah so, uh, so so this topic is inspired by Baldur's Gate 3 the imminent release thereof uh, which is a party based game that you definitely can't bring up in uh, normal company uh, normie company should I say so um, let's get into it because uh, I don't think I don't think any of us wants to bear our asses for too long on this topic, do we? Um, Kelsey, what have you got for us? Right. So this one, like, there was three different routes I could go down. I could go down picking something really weird and not safe for work. Yeah. But I thought about that one and thought, if I brought that up at a party, I feel like most of the people that I associate myself with would actually be quite entertained by that. So that was off the cards. Yeah. And then I thought I could think of a great game that is so, so, so mundane that if I brought it up at a party, people would literally fall asleep listening to me. And the first things that came to mind there was any game that involves building spaceships. Sorry, Jim, but it's it's just a <laughs> snooze fun. fest. Yeah. Um, but then I realised that as, as many great games as there are, there's none that I actually enjoy. And then I thought, oh, I could go for an actually controversial game that I don't want to bring up at parties whatsoever. But then I realized that I don't actually want to talk about that in the podcast either. So the game that I've picked is Euro Truck Simulator 2. Which it's a, a good one. <laughs> which it is, is something that I've been like completely hyper fixated on for the past few weeks. And I'm currently debating dropping 200 pounds on a wheel just to play it <laughs> with extra immersion. Um, Euro Truck Simulator 2, if you don't know, you drive a truck in Europe. It's great. <laughs> That's it. It's great. Like That's I don't like, know how to sell this to someone who hasn't who I don't have to sell this to someone who hasn't played it. And I know that it sounds weird. 
And I, I know that you might think, why would someone want to sit and drive a truck in their spare time? Like, you could just go drive a real truck if you really wanted to do that. Mm. Um, I don't know, but it's really good. It's really therapeutic. It's relaxing. As long as you never go onto Truckers MP, which is the multiplayer mod, and go to Calais. If you go there, you're guaranteed a terrible time. That's all I'm saying. But so okay. avoid Calais and you're fine. Just, you're just cruising, mm, just loving life, put the radio on. You can really role play as a trucker. You can also get shouted at a lot for driving badly if you're me, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, like reflects real life in all these different uh, wonderful little ways. I love Euro Truck Simulator 2. It's incredible. I was very much one of those people who I've had friends play Euro Truck Sim before and I've always been like, why? Why? Like, why are you playing that? Like, it just seems so boring. And then when the Steam sale happened, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. And there's just no going back now. I'm an avid driving game Become fan now. Become one of those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm even eyeing up Farming Simulator. That's how bad oh. it's getting. Oh. I think uh, basically the most people who love Euro Truck Simulator have that exact same journey with it. When you look at it, you're like, why would I want to simulate doing the most boring job on the planet? <laughs> but then, but then you do it and you start like, and you start mapping turn signals to, to triggers and you're like, oh, I like, they quite like the mechanics and then you realize, of driving here. Yeah. You realize if you do enough jobs, you can hire workers to do jobs for you. Yeah. And then oh. you can buy just an endless array of trucks and it's yeah. great. And if you get bored of trucks, guess what? You can just buy a car. You can buy a bus if you want. And it's got like it's got incredible digital tourism uh chops, this game, right? Because it's literally like the entire continent. Um and some places have had like updates, you know, like they've um like the Iberian Peninsula, uh which is like one of the most amazing places like that you can visit in video games entirely. Started driving around Lisbon after like going to Lisbon in real life. I'm like, this is incredible. Um, but like, had I gone to actual Lisbon in real life and started driving and like started delivering wooden pallets to people, I wouldn't have loved it so much. I probably would have found it quite stressful. But that's kind um, of why first... I think it's a good party game, though, because like if you're talking to normal people, like your truck simulator is a great game to be like, oh yeah, I was playing this because it's a game people understand. Right, you're just driving the truck around. Mm, you can be mm. like, oh, I went to Lisbon. It's quite you know, you can play see all these nice places around Europe and your truck simulator. And sure, it's not like actually going there, but like. You can have like a normal discussion about certain places you, in Europe. Surely. Do you know any See, like actual normal people, Connor? I do. <laughs> I, I went for. I mean, I, in research for this podcast, I went out to the pub with a bunch of normal friends on Saturday, and yeah, they, I mean, they were right. I can't, <laughs> <laughs> can't mention league around them, but they're all right. I can't mention like any part of my job to them. It's kind of like, yeah. See, so the reason I actually brought Euro Truck Sim up is because <laughs> I did have a conversation about it with my very real friends um, like a week or two ago. Yeah. And one of one of them has played it, right? And I kid you not, that conversation, there's about eight of us. It was everyone looking at us like we were fucking aliens, <laughs> whilst me and him just spoke about the fact that we really enjoyed trucking. Yeah. And that's why I mean you can't you can't talk about that at parties <laughs> because everyone everyone goes silent and stares at you like you're weird. I, I mean, this is, a, this is a really good choice right out the gate because it's like, it's quintessential, right? Because it is that sort of game. It's exactly like you cannot, 
it's impossible to explain the appeal of it to someone who hasn't already indulged. Yeah. And it's it's brilliant. It is an incredible game. And uh, Andy Kelly often compares it to like, it's like elite, except you're just driving like a normal vehicle. You're not in space. It, it totally is elite though. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what yeah. it is. Yeah. And um, and it's better than elite, frankly, because it's not like it's not really far up its own arse. It's just like it's just, it's just roads, and you can, as you say, you can dial into a radio station that plays Dolly Parton, and you can you can really live the life without having to live that life. And on the online multiplayer, you get people who will run the radio stations, yeah, and yeah. some yes, of them will do an radio. absolutely amazing job of it. And it's like yeah. wow, like One it, of the- it's yeah. There's a lot to love about it. That's awesome. One of the sad things about like YouTube and 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 Spotify and things like that is sort of the decline of internet radio. Mm. I, I had a friend who, as a hobby, would do like uh, he, you know, he had, he had the drive time slot on some internet radio station. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I used to run one. I used to I used to run like, uh, it was only it was only AI powered, but it was a it was a game music radio station, and it used to it wasn't oh, cool. big, but it used to have like couple of hundred people listening to it all the time but then as soon as everyone started uploading soundtracks to youtube it's like well this is sort of pointless now gave oh. up on it but yeah that's like ah uh, so that's wonderful i want to mention um uh, because i've been wanting to talk about this game for a while now there's a, a an early access game on steam called motor town motor town behind the wheel and i think it's made by one guy i think he's korean it's like version 0.6 at the moment it's got a very similar appeal to euro truck simulator except it's all different kinds of cars all different kinds of jobs taxis police uh, etc this looks good uh, and it is uh and it's in that kind of like low poly style and it's like it's not based in a real place it's just like a big island that he's invented it's incredible it's compatible with the wheel uh and you, you get some really good driving done on that but that also has like um a, a radio stations you can dial into and it's just really nice to kind of cut about uh i was playing it one week and um and it was uh i think that duran duran just came on and it's like i wouldn't even listen to that normally by myself but when it comes on in a video game you're like yes you know um like the avril lavigne effect in burnout paradise you know um so yeah uh, I wanted to shout out to that game because, uh, as I say, similar appeal and incredible and just like an amazing achievement. But yeah, Euro Truck Simulator 2, a very, very, very worthy addition to this topic, I think. Um, let's move on to... Uh, I don't know who to pick first. <laughs> Alex, you want to pick Alex first? Please. Is that just because you, you don't want to say anything? You just want to hide? I want to hide away. I'm All right, that, like okay. my, my electricity goes out or something yeah. in the next 10 minutes. Okay, Alex, what Final Fantasy game have you got? <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, I what game have you got for us? I'm the guy who picked Galgun back back when. And so, you know... Yeah, I, and amazingly, like, you, you didn't get much... You didn't get much cut for that. No, I've taken all the heat from that. <laughs> as, 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 well, as Kelsey said, you can sort of go multiple ways. You can sort of lean into that. And I started thinking back and I was like, what yeah. are the most controversial games? You know, so I was thinking about Night Trap. Um, yeah. And I was thinking about, like, uh, about Carmageddon and, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, stuff. I don't know. All that sort of, you know, bully. I oh, very, yeah. very seriously considered picking Rule of Rose, uh, right. which I think I mentioned on this podcast once before, but that was a 
a, a Silent Hill esque horror game. Um, oh yeah, that stars like a fifteen year old girl and all the villains. It's sort of you know got that Resident Evil Seven vibe with the family, except instead of a family, they're all young girls. They're all like seven, eight, nine, ten, and they're torturing your character. Um, and even though it doesn't really have any awful material in it, politicians latched onto it and thought it was a paedophile game. Um, and they legitimately like pulled out of releasing it in Europe uh, mm. because the pressure got too great <clears throat> after they'd sent review code and stuff. So it was Holy super shit. late in the game that they like sent all that to landfill. And if you managed to get your hands on one of those PS2 copies of that game, uh, you legitimately uh it's worth like hundreds and hundreds if it's a european copy because they didn't release them in most countries um so i thought about that but then i said like, ah, that isn't too good then i thought yeah. about the really offensive stuff you know like there was that game in the in the early 2000s that was called uh was it Larden versus bush and it was like a 9-11 game Mm. Oh, there's um, so many of like that type of shit on Steam. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's so much. I mean, I think the most famous one that comes to mind uh, is the completely reprehensible um, ethnic cleansing game that caused a huge stir when that came out. Um, and, you know, Anti-Defamation League tried to get that banned and everything. And then I was like, oh, this is all miserable. Um, <laughs> and even going down the path of the of the perverted stuff, which is sort of funny, I was like, we've done that with Galgun, and and also you might be at a party of a bunch of people who are Rongans and who are just like, yeah, I love, <laughs> yeah. I love, yeah, t- I love schoolgirls. Um, <laughs> no, 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 not yes to that. that. Out of context. Um, <laughs> I was going to say it very much depends on the company you're keeping here. Which, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so then I was thinking about what don't you discuss <laughs> at politics and I, what don't you discuss at parties? Politics. And I was thinking about games yeah. and um, I have a lot of time for, I haven't played the newest one, um, but there's a franchise on PC called Democracy. And Democracy is nice, truly great. Yeah. Um, it's basically a simulation game, mostly through menus and stuff, mm. where you can simulate Democracy. In the real world, you pick your country. And so if you want to take America and try and make America a communist state, you can (laughs) sort of go through the motions and figure out how you might be able to convince people before it probably inevitably collapses in on itself. If you wanted to try to make Britain not a hellhole that pivots back to right wing every 10, 15 years, you could try, but you'd probably find it would still go against you. And these games are brilliant i actually think not only are they really compelling games and it's not just like boring uh like politics policy stuff it's all the factors that you have to think that you would have to think about if this was the real world so it's Mm. like if if you did try to take america to be a communist state or a socialist state um you would be at very real risk of being assassinated yeah depending on how quickly you're moving into account the the culture of the of the country because yes, like, every yeah, single okay, country yeah. is programmed differently yeah i so, see right that's, um, that's, so it truly cool. truly takes into um and yeah and, and i like that it's not a game that really lectures you about politics it's just sort of like here it is you know we've sort of programmed it to be as realistic to what we feel the demographics are in the real world and obviously the beauty of 
politics is in most mm. countries, the demographics are there in the voting stats. So they're able to plug those into the game and get a realistic, um, get a realistic response. They're really, really good games. They're really fun. They actually make you, they're really fun if you like, you know, stats and strategy yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, much as with, much as with Euro Truck, I think you've got to be a certain type of person to enjoy this sort of thing. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, I really liked it because it's just, it, it lets you experiment with things and it actually does it in such a way where it makes you think a little bit about real politics as well in ways that you perhaps wouldn't in, you know, if you weren't engaging with it in that way. And that, there's two reasons, obviously, you don't bring it up at parties. One is very similar to Euro Truck Simulator. If you try and have a conversation with this, yeah. with someone about this, and they've got no interest in it, they'll look at you like you're mad. Like, what? You've been running digital simulations of not just of elections, but of the years between elections where you're making policy decisions <laughs> and trying to keep parliament on balance and whatever. And there is also the element of, you're then bringing up politics at a party, which is a fucking yeah. disaster. Um, yeah. Even yeah. in, you know, especially rural. in the current state of, yeah. <laughs> of the world. Like, um, whoever you're talking to is just going to be like edging backwards toward the kitchen. Like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Sounds great. Cool. So I was just, yeah, yeah, it jumped out at me. I was literally flicking through my Steam library and I was like, man, I love those games. <laughs> it's totally something I would never bring up at a party. I hate mm. talking about politics at parties anyway, although inevitably you have too much to drink and then everybody starts. It's mm -hmm. always the way, at least with my friends. Yeah. Um, you know, it got so bad with us that we had to split the group chat. We, we had a, <laughs> we had, we, <clears throat> we have a group chat called booze, which is just about, which is just our standard group chat, but it, it's called that because it's descended from a group chat that was used to arrange piss ups when we were students. Um, but it got so during COVID, it got so heavy in there that some of the lads are just like, can you just take all this depressing shit to another chat, please? <laughs> so now we have our separate politics chat. And that is exactly why you don't bring up oh, politics right. parties. See, I thought you were going to, yeah, yeah. Oh, not a some, political Some split, guys no. who are well <laughs> for Trump, so they, they formed the splinter no, we, group. We, and No, I mean, it's, it's like uh, a 4chan, no. 8chan situation. Oh, it's just my no. mates. We're lucky to not have any extreme extremists extremists in our uh, in our group we just had to split to save the people who didn't want to hear about it <laughs> i uh god i had a i got, got a text from my ex-wife the other day my mum was staying with them seeing the kids and it and i just asked how they were doing and she said uh yeah i just had a really intense discussion with your mum about uh nigel farage <laughs> <laughs> I was like, always good it's the classic yeah. right yeah cheers sorry about that um yeah so uh politics that's a really good angle actually i didn't mm. consider that one because obviously like you know the, the, the as you say the two kind of obvious mm. ones are like perverted or boring um but uh, there, there is also like the the added element of like you know deep-seated tribalism that you don't want to get into as well mm. um yeah. all right Oh, God. You're making us wait for it the whole episode. Oh, right, okay. No. Connor. Okay. So dear I, God, what have you got for us? I volunteered to be on this episode, and it's like after about an hour You were really research, excited I about it last week. I immediately regretted it. Because, <laughs> Kelsey's right, there are free paths, right? You can go great games that are kind of, you just can't really talk about because yeah. they're boring. 
uh or at least initially boring uh but i didn't think that was like a good podcast topic because i feel like if you talk about a boring game you kind of just give a boring speech right <laughs> there are games you can't you talk about, there are games you can't talk about because like you can't because a lot of the joy of a game is like in discovering things i played an rp i played a game called 13 sentinels ages rim which um relies quite a lot on its narrative developments and sort of the twists and turns so i was like you can't really talk about yeah. that at a party right um skating it it's got rim in the title yeah ooh. um and also a lot of my parties uh like as you kind of hinted at, how full are full of people who play a lot of games, right? So mm. maybe they'd be interested either way. I think Good it game speaks. As well. Yeah, it's great. I think it speaks to Donaldson's character <laughs> that he didn't go down the perv route because it's so funny and so easy, and there's so <laughs> much, right? But because Jim's right, a lot of my friends would want to talk about it because it is a laugh, right? I had to really dive into some shit <laughs> some really grim stuff um i initially went on itch.io and i thought i found a winner um in yeah. fap nights at frenny's <laughs> <laughs> which is a nsfw visual novel you see it right you yeah. can't show the I mean, pic- maybe we can show the like the official key art in the podcast because it is I'm not going to want to Google this. Like, no, I, you, I, don't. Like, if you don't. You don't. You don't. You it's don't. all right. Connor, you see it. It's initially press the pack. moment. The moment I saw it, I burst out laughing. I think I DM'd Jim immediately. Like this has to be mentioned. And then I regretted it because Jim's like, you have to talk about this podcast. Okay, so there's no yeah. going out now. He was like, no, I want to pick something else. And I was like, well, you're not. <laughs> so I, I tried oh, to dip Jesus. out. I was, oh, I've ended up on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, shit. So like, I tried to back out. I was like, what about like Skullgirls? It's a bit like initially sus. Black game is fantastic. Mm. Or what about like all these other like great games that are a bit. So I just, I need to warn listeners, if you're going to Google that previously mentioned game, just be aware the official itch.io page has like gifts of the action. Yeah. straight away so just be warned <laughs> if you're at so work I tried to pivot to other games but I kind of resigned myself to I, I was like I'm, uh, I have to it's too late now Jim's locked me in <laughs> and it's it's honestly also my best chance at winning right but I I, I, Are you I strongly believe it? for podcast games you should play the game and right. I'm sorry to announce that Fat Nights at Friendly's isn't actually that good. Oh, you have Wait, played you it. played it. I did. <laughs> I had Baldur's Gate 3 on my PC, and instead of playing that... <laughs> you played so Fat Nights at it's, Freddy's. It's officially better than Baldur's Gate 3. I'll tell you what, it, the, 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 the shagging scenes the are about too. as explicit. But the problem is, it's not that great. And as pointed out in a review that I also dm Jim, yeah, uh, there were a bunch of issues with it, like the puzzles are kind of nah, nah, bugs, and it's not really great, and it's not really balanced, and it's kind of check if my favourite website goes out. I've been so yeah, so I've been sent. Sorry, I got sent yeah, the go TLDR kind of uh, points list at the end of this review that Connor found, and one of them is all caps: sex overhaul required. So, Which is a problem because that's what all the freaks actually downloading this game actually want, right? Mm. But that was bad because my ace in the hole turned out to be bad. 
like not good so not that so don't say ace in the hole i just gave up and i went back to a game we discussed on slack a while ago Uh and that was gifted to me by a friend Mm -hmm. uh called sex with hitler (laughs) and that is my official pick um because it's it's there's a ton of these games it's part of a series and the first one is apparently the best one um i also downloaded this and it's about the same it's, it's is that game it? literally just the title i didn't see know that's, that's the thing cool there are there are tons there's um let me google this let me get Sex so of hitler 2069 that sounds sick yeah they made a futuristic one <laughs> they made a bunch again don't google this one because if you go on the steam page it's straight up just like yeah not for work um, I love how but, all these have positive reviews on, like, they've got the thumbs up on, on Steam yeah. when you look them up on Steam. Yeah. I suppose it's a limited audience and they all absolutely love it, right? Yeah. Um, I also played this instead of Border Escape 3 and it made what me laugh a lot. Steam account look like? Also, did you <laughs> buy this? No, I was gifted this. Oh, After okay. talking about it in Slack, I talked about it with my Discord friends and one of them spent £4.49 to give me this. So yeah, my Steam account is Honestly, a bunch of bangers. A bunch yeah. of fantastic games like Hi-Fi Rush and Baldur's Gate 3 and Warframe and then Sex of Hitler just like halfway down. Um, yeah, there's a folder on my Steam library which never gets opened because it's just weird <laughs> gifted games that yeah. um, I do not want to be seen anywhere. So yeah, so my my kind of conclu- my my conclusion is this: I hope at parties you're surrounded with people who wouldn't want to talk about sex with Hitler. Um, mm. It's Both not for game or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really the sort of thing. It's kind of a conversation killer more than anything. Like it's not like the the game apparently is is highly rated on steam and people love it but it's not really a good conversation game and i yeah don't don't do that put up is awful (laughs) yeah it's really bad i went to the pits for this because here's the thing (laughs) you're doing god's work jim said that he wants the the viewers the listeners our fans to eventually have more wins than me so i i have to go all out Oh, so you're not going to kick off if you lose this week, then? No, I will kick off because this is like really damaging to my reputation and my mental health. And if <laughs> oh, I don't right, right, right. podcast this week, I will be for nothing. So I guess you're going to kick off then. So, um, what were you? Were you not going to pick sex with Hitler? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Funnily enough, Connor, I'm not going to pick sex with Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Your truck simulator is so easy to talk about. You just talk about, oh, I drove to uh, Surrey. Not. It it's was really great. Not. Oh, I People think you're weird. Right. And I like, how, like, I like how you just completely dismissed Donaldson's suggestion. Well, because his <laughs> suggestion's better. I'm trying to think of a reason why you shouldn't pick Donaldson's. Um, um, just don't. Right. Just pick mine. You need to think of. Listen. Please pick mine. <laughs> Please. This is why you should have picked Fap Nights at Freddy's Fap Nightclub. No, because it's worse. Freddy. It's not as good. Unbelievable. Yeah, from what I can tell. The concept um, is brilliant, but also, like, apparently it's not very good. So. All right. All right. Like, just, to, just to put Connor out of his misery for a minute, right? Um, well, not put him out of his misery, but, but let's, let's pause for a moment because there is, a, there is now a fourth contestant every week, uh, like we discussed oh. last week, and it is uh, the audience, okay? And we've had a couple of nice suggestions, a couple of nice stories. One of them came in um, 
uh, well, a couple of them came in on the what is uh, I oh, talk about not being able to say things at parties. Two of these came in on the Jim Trinker Discord, <laughs> and when you're like, "Oh yeah, I've got a Discord," and it's just it's called like the Me Discord. You, you sound you you sound demented. But yeah. I swear, um, it's a nice little group of people, and I, I I stress little because it's not like hundreds of people. It's just like a few. Nice friends who talk about stuff. Tidal suggests Europa Universalis 4 uh, because there's no way to describe it to someone who's never heard of it without sounding like you've been playing an imperialism simulator and spend your free time doing colonialism. That's, uh, that's, that, that is a consideration. That's a solid pick. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem. There are a bunch a of games you just can't pick. bring up because you sound nuts, right? But my, um, my favourite pick from the audience, and this is... Um, it's a serious one. Like, it's not a jokey one. Uh, it's Mr. Joe Molin. Uh, we got it as a YouTube comment. And he says, uh, the best game that you can't talk about at parties is Telltale's The Walking Dead, the final season. Uh, it released in 2018. He's got a really good reason, actually. It released in 2018 after both The Walking Dead and Telltale games, Choose Your Own Adventure moment in pop culture, had well and truly mm -hmm. passed by. And yet, even whilst Telltale Games, the house was burning down to the ground, they released arguably the best Walking Dead game. It capped off Clementine's story with an emotionally effective ending. And the first for Telltale, it featured actual gameplay sections. Even bringing up the topic of The Walking Dead at any sort of social gathering will instantly tar you as a retrograde idiot who was yeah. willing to sit through any old subpar shite. But that game, <laughs> the final season, was actually very good. No. And I, I really like that reasoning there. It's like, that's you know, actually good, yeah. Because everyone will assume, oh, come on, come off it, come off it. I played the first episode of season two and it was it was crap. And that's the end of it. And you there know was what? that time when those sorts of games seemed like they were going to be the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's when we were still using the phrase, well, the water cooler game, right? And Is that yeah. Star Trek game out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reviewed it. Yeah, I forgot it had come out. Um, and yeah, it's a really good game, um, but obviously it's it's probably just disappeared into the ether now because um, uh, that sort of game has kind of fell off a bit, isn't it? But yeah, all great suggestions from the audience, but all right, there's something that's about to happen now, right? And uh, so we have a new theme tune to replace the one that Tom hated for when we need to pick something. And because it's me that needs to pick something, it's it's my theme tune, right? Uh, this was recorded by a guy called Dave Balmer, who who is on a podcast called Sonic the Comic the Podcast, and he likes doing little acapella songs about stuff. And he just did this one day, and uh, I've never had anywhere to use it, but he sent it to me again, and uh, it's like a full one minute and thirty or something. Um, so uh, just relax and enjoy the new theme tune for this <laughs> for the end section. Right, and and I want everyone to listen to it because you, you put a lot of effort into it in 2014, and uh, it's it's finally going to pay off. Tom insisted on that other one getting replaced, right? 
<laughs> this is a monkey paw moment for Tom Ari. That's what it's been replaced with. You know what it reminds me of? The other one was better. The other one was <laughs> way better. Of, uh... It was way better. <laughs> it, it's giving, it's giving uh, Rimmer song vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're pretty... pretty... I, I imagine Balmer probably had that very much in mind when he did it. It's a very talented man. <laughs> what are you on about? Um, listen, all right. Okay. It's not the Jim Trinker podcast either. It's the VG247 podcast. Yeah, it's basically my podcast. You're going to slap yeah. your face on the logo or something. <laughs> What's going I might on? do. I might do. Um, well, it's not the Tom Mori podcast anymore, so someone has to kind of step up now, right? Can we get individual acapellas for each of the regulars? No. Especially well, not since you just told his work shit. I'm all right. His, okay, it's, it's like in a good way. All right, okay. Look, I need to pick something now. Uh, great effort from the audience for their technically second time out. But the audience haven't won it this week. Um, uh, Donaldson, I thought uh, you had a really interesting angle on it. You don't bring politics up at parties unless unless it's the Labour Party. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, Connor, I can't. I I I can't even write sex you with can. Hitler on the post that accompanies this because I'm pretty sure we'll get sanctioned or something. So no, you can. You I, can I don't. Do I don't. I don't know how that's even going to work. I'm going to have to refer to sex with Hitler without actually referring to sex with Hitler. I need to stop saying sex with Hitler. I know. I know. I know. Kelsey won the last. I, I know you won the last time you were on as well. It's going to look like I'm showing favourites, but but you were trying to. No, no, I deserve this. Well, you, you did also do a steering wheel review. Trains are f***ing horrid as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Video. Yeah. So, you know, this is absolutely your bag, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you claiming this I didn't is like... choose this game for Jim. I chose no. this game because it is the best game that I would never bring up at a party. It's, actually, it yeah. is. It is. It is an incredible game and it's like it's well renowned for being an incredible game and i think i think everyone can agree it's an incredible game i'm gonna go and buy the scandinavia dlc later <laughs> i told myself that if i won this podcast i would buy it so thanks for that well i'm gonna go drive through the forest i'm gonna go wait. have sex with hitler so i mean who's okay. <laughs> well. all right okay um I, I, I don't even know how to wrap that up after what you just said, Connor. So uh, I will leave you with this. But you should ne- always wrap it up. Yeah, we should always. Know <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Right, okay. Uh, obviously, as always, please leave us. Uh, if you can stomach it, please leave us a five-star review. I mean, we've got no right asking that this week, have we? Surely. Please leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Um, and uh, audience, please keep sending in those suggestions. Uh, YouTube comments are preferable. Tweets as well. Um, otherwise, we'll just have to mind the, the Jim Trinket Discord again. And I don't like bringing it up because it makes me sound like such a wanker. Um, next week, uh, the topic will be uh, the best game that you love despite itself. And we've got a special guest on that episode in the form of uh, Owen O'Donnell, who you might know as uh, the person in charge of the Infinite Review, uh, Mecha Gamezilla, the person who did that documentary about Thatcher's tech base last week. He's a very talented and funny man. I'm looking forward to him coming on. Um, so look forward to that. But yes, audience suggestions, please, for the best game that you love despite itself. Bit of crossover with this week's, really, isn't it? But, you know, um, please, please don't submit sex with Hitler. All right, bye. Submit sex with Hitler. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>